We're talking about exploring the future of energy with my three special guests, Frank, Diana, Gray, Scott, and Tom Franklin. In the world mm-hmm. of abundance that's emerging, and I am a big believer that it is emerging, the question is, does that abundance get shared evenly? In the past revolutions, there, the, you know, the Western world benefited greatly from the innovations of the day, but we still have you know, a, a developing world that is suffering on a number of levels, and so does this world of abundance you know, help them, and what, what do leaders need to do to ensure that it does? We need to think about how much these technologies are going to cost. Think about blockchain. Being able to use blockchain as a platform to decentralize power to decentralize electricity and how it gets used and and who owns certain um, percentages of of the power itself. So we have new algorithms and technologies that can actually quickly augment this shift. And so that's a difference. Um, I think the waiting time for the uptake of new innovations is, is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. I think that you made yeah. an excellent point in terms of the difference between this, is, many call it the fourth industrial revolution and the revolutions that preceded it, is the ability we have, both at the science and technology level, to actually resolve some of the issues that existed in the past. So, so abundance and sharing with everybody in the world, I think the ability to do so is there, is the will to do so there. One of the interesting issues about energy is you go back to the time when we were consuming firewood, and, and energy's always been a political thing. It's, it's never just based on technology. It does have a political and social element. We will be made ready by the arrival of some of these technologies and the market shifts that they deliver. So I, I, it's going to be an interesting time, and, and uh, I think uh, it, it belongs to those who will step up and have an open mind to it. What I find so uh, fascinating about this subject and, and, and combining blockchain with energy distribution is that <clears throat> using that system and getting rid of the, the middlemen, you can actually distribute the, the energy exactly where it needs to be so there's no waste. And that can be done so efficiently that for very little energy, you can share in a village or you can share in a small town or even a major city if it's scaled. And I think that's really where we're headed. It's not going to be a top-down, bottom-up, political, process, industrial-driven thing. It's going to be more of an ecological and biological-driven process. Uh, It's going to be a lot of decisions that are made by individual industrial complexes, by individual neighborhoods, by individuals in neighborhoods. You can see a world in, in two to five years where the innovation is there to start to uh, really drive this energy internet, or internet as we were calling it. Wireless transmission, wireless energy transfer is the future. And the way that we collect energy and the way that we harvest energy down to the kinetic energy on our bodies using smart outfits and smart devices that can collect the energy actually coming from our body. When you start thinking of energy collection as a hive, if we start thinking of every person on the planet as a person who can generate and collect energy. You're going to see the emergence of an unexpected player like Amazon come in and rock the energy world. Uh, And it's going to be somebody that nobody saw coming. They may or may not be in the energy industry today. Uh, They may or may not be one of the energy innovators. But you're going to see somebody come along, and and they're going to affect it starting at the business uh, model level. Fasten your seatbelt. Whatever you're driving, if you're walking, put a seatbelt on. What are you waiting for? Go out and be a game changer today. 